to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right now. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by. I'm your host, Dr. Pat Vasily. And coming to you live Monday through Friday, you know when, right here, right now. For those of you that are new to the show, what we do here is we talk about thriving in life. We talk about stepping out of that place of struggle and survival into the glory and the magnificence and the power of knowing that everything that you want, everything that you desire is already there right in front of you. And you get to take it into the world in a way that is without struggle, without regret. And today's show is totally awesome. We've got a show planned for you today with Karen Ramsey that is going to help bust through a lot of the baggage we have around money and then some. And so let me just tell you, Karen Ramsey is the president of Ramsey and Associates. And she has been uh, one of the leading wealth managers in the country for years. Comes to us now to talk about some of the things that she's discovered, some of the myths that we have, some of the untruths that we have around money. She's also an incredible presence in terms of taking her message out into the world. She is the author of several books, Caring for Your Soul and Matters of Money, and think again, new money choices, old money myths. And so we're going to be uh, giving away copies of this book to people that uh, um, want some information. We're going to be talking about how to break through some of this stuff that holds us back in a time right now where it's extremely important to use every tool we have in our toolkit. Uh, Karen also is, has created an incredible online way for many of us to step in and get expert management of our finances, and that is RamseyInvesting.com. She's been on CBS, CNN, she's been on Como TV, ABC affiliates, uh, and channels and radio stations across the globe. She's here today to take us to a new level of truth. Karen, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Good morning, Dr. Pat. How are you today? You know, I'm really, I'm really well today. And I was just talking with someone about some of the the untruths that had showed up in my life in my new money message. But we'll we'll have plenty of time to talk to people about what the new money message is. Great. So you know we've got a lot to talk about today. You know, you know, for our listeners that are tuning in for the first time, and most of them, uh, you know, are listening have heard you before. But there are some folks in the Boston area that have not heard. Uh, uh, what you do and who you are. And I want to talk to the issue of money. It is on everyone's mind, everyone's mind right now, more so, I think, than health. And that's kind of incredible. Why do you think there's been such a rise in this yearning for money? Well, 
we deal with money 24 hours a day. I, I say we're either making or spending money 24 hours a day. Um, if you're in bed, your utility bill is still clicking away. And um, we, I think we're trying to bring to consciousness what is the purpose of money in our lives. And we have lots of fears around it. You know, every time you turn on the news or read a newspaper, there's some crisis that's happening. Uh, you know, everybody's hearing a lot about the subprime lending problems. And we want to find that balance of how do we have money be utilized in our lives as the tool that it is, at the same time being smart about it in terms of how to um, manage it, how to budget it, how to invest it. And we come to it at a complete disadvantage because nobody teaches us these things. And yet somehow we're supposed to know how to handle money, do a budget, invest our money, and have it all be perfect, all the while nobody taught us, and much more importantly, you certainly don't go to a cocktail party and say, you know what, I am so screwed up about money, can you help me out? Because we're always trying to look good. Right. It's just a, a conundrum that we find ourselves in, and that's what I'm committed to, is bringing education to the world, having people understand what their relationship to money is, giving them tools so that it can be a source of freedom, power, and full self-expression, and they can actually uh, feel like it's not something to be fearful about, but they can use it to support what they're up to in life and make a difference. Well, making a difference is clearly uh, where we are right now in terms of this year and the level of action that we've all signed up for and committed to 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 take in in not just for our own small piece of the pie, but for the better of the planet, for the better of other people on the planet. And there are so many things right now for people to get involved in. It's mind-boggling to me to understand how we can be so lost at a time where there's so much uh, for us to contribute. Well, I think that, you know, that speaks to my number two myth in my book, Think Again, New Money Choices, Old Money Myths, is that we can't talk about money. You know, we grew up with parents who, um, I don't know about you, but I would suspect for most people when I teach my classes, I say, how many of you actually had your parents sit down and say, okay, this is a checkbook, this is a credit card, this is what you need to watch out for? Um, most people don't haven't had that opportunity. And it, for the, the small minority that did, you're very, very lucky. And if we don't talk about it, then we can't get any good at it. And, in fact, um, we get these messages that, you know, money's bad, so, and money's the, the love of money is the root of all evil, and money causes problems. And if you go into life like that with that as your money baggage, then you're not going to want to talk about it. You're not going to want to have it be something that you uh, embrace and you master. You're going to want to try to push it away. And... Um, when people don't want to talk about it, there's usually some underlying money baggage that has kept them from wanting to, to get close to it. Now, you know, money baggage, we've heard, you know, talk before about the baggage we carry, emotional baggage. I mean, the money baggage is no different. I mean, these are stories that we've been able to tell ourselves, and we continue to, you know, convince ourselves 
that these are actually the truth. And by the way, we can actually produce evidence. Oh, absolutely. So we can produce evidence that money is the root of all evil. Right. Yeah, you can look around. What I say is your money bag is just what happened when you were little. That's that you heard something, you were told something, you, were, you experienced something, you observed something. And money stopped being magic. It was something that you were fearful about and you had to figure out how to deal with it. The only thing is, is that when we're little kids, we don't have a fully functioning brain. So we're just trying to survive. And this scary thing called money comes up. So we figure out, okay, if money's this way, then this is how I'm going to handle it. And in my, in my case, I grew up poor on a farm and I saw my dad work himself morning to night. So I decided that the only way to make money was to work really hard. And then we were poor, and I thought, well, if you, even if you work hard, you're never going to have more than enough. And I, I could tell you, until I discovered that was what was running my life, I had all the evidence in the world of how it was true. Once I well, saw that, that that was what was running the show, I realized that it, it wasn't necessarily true because there was lots of people who had more money than I did. Uh-huh. And they weren't working any harder than I was. In fact, probably a lot less. So there's something awry. And that's where I started my journey to figure out what it was for me and then to be able to have other people see, find out what their money baggage is such that they can begin to talk about it and create a new future for themselves. Well, and you're one of the top, uh, you know, wealth managers in the country. And so you've been able to integrate the value of money in terms of what it means in our society to the heart connection and the energy of money. Right. And, you know, for me, that is incredible to even be having this conversation with you, someone that has been able to integrate both the head and the heart in the, in the conversation. And why I'm so committed to this is that I, because I'm a financial planner, because I have clients who are multimillionaires, I am really, really, really clear that it doesn't matter how much. If you don't examine your relationship to money, more money won't make the difference that you think it will. Now, I'm not saying there, there are people who are living at below poverty level or at poverty level. When they get more money, it makes a difference because they're in survival mode. But for most people, they're not worried about where their next meal is coming from. And they think that if they just get more and more money, then they're going to be happier and happier and happier. I don't necessarily think that that's true unless you look and see what you think about money that's underneath that desire. And once you discover that, it's more than just about more. It's about what you want to do with your life. And that's what I'm committed to. All right. We've got lots to talk about with Karen. And, you know, we're going to do a little quiz thing on the show as well. Uh, Karen Ramsey is in the house. We're talking about money myths. We are going to be opening up the phone lines. You will be blown away by what we're going to be inviting you to do. We're going to take a short break right here on the Dr. Pat Show. I'm your host, Dr. Pat Basile. When we come back, more with Karen Ramsey and the myths uh, from Think Again. We'll be right back. Can living intentionally really help you achieve your dreams? Tune in.
Tune in to the Dr. Pat Show to learn more about intentional living. Kristen Marie Sherline, founder of Affirmagy, will share tips for intentional living and provide powerful information on how to accomplish goals and achieve your dreams. For more information on Kristen Marie Sherline and her company, Affirmagy, visit Affirmagy.com. Because it's time to start living an intentional life. Hi, this is Dr. Pat Basile of the Dr. Pat Show, and I'm pleased to invite you to the Wisdom Festival Conference and Exposition being held September 15th and 16th on the San Francisco waterfront at Fort Mason Center's Earth's Pavilion. The Wisdom Festival brings together cutting-edge speakers and lecturers, so join us as we explore the wide variety of modern and ancient wisdom teachings. Go to wisdomfestival.com or call 800-367-5777 for more information. Come to Tampa and meet more than 30 of your favorite Hay House authors in person. Get inspired by Wayne Dyer. Discover the message of Abraham from Esther and Jerry Hicks. Learn what makes your body tick from Dr. Mehmet Oz and more at the I Can Do It Conference October 11th through the 14th in Tampa. Come for a day or spend the weekend. Tickets as low as $75. Visit ICanDoIt.net to reserve your space today. the secret but you still have questions explore life's deeper meaning see one the movie now available on dvd hi i'm dr pat the host of the dr pat show now the film phenomenon that has been transforming hearts across the world is available online at onetheproject.com i encourage you to experience this incredible movie for yourself and uncover the riches of your soul today Spend a day of enlightenment and healing for the body, mind, and spirit with John Holland and Brian Weiss in Journey of the Soul. In this fascinating workshop, explore spiritual mediumship with John Holland and let Brian Weiss open the doors into the realm of past life regression. See John Holland and Brian Weiss in Seattle on September 30th. Space is limited, so order now at hayhouseevents.com. You're listening to Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. We've got something really fun that we're going to do with Karen Ramsey right now. And many of you have listened to the show. And when Karen's on, usually Benny and I are on the hot seat for a lot of the conversation and the questions that come up. I love putting them on the hot seat, too. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, we actually love being there, although I think Benny actually prepares in advance for some of this. <laughs> uh, and, and, you know, today is not going to be any different, but we're going to invite you all out there to see if you want to engage in the conversation. And here's what we're going to be, we're going to be doing. We're going to be talking about different money myths throughout the show, and we're going to come up with a question in each of the segments that will relate to what we're talking about. And the first caller that calls in with the right answer to the question will win a, win a copy of the book. Uh, which book are we giving them? Think Again? We're going to give them Think Again, New Money Choices, Old Money Myths. Okay. So here's, a, let me break it down for you really simply. We're going to be talking about something very specific in this segment. We're going to ask you a question, open up the phone lines, and the first caller that calls in, we're giving you a copy of the book. You'll have to come on air and give us your answer. And we'll go from there. Let's talk about what the first money myth is that we're going to talk about this segment. 
Okay. The money myth I want to talk about now is I can't charge what I'm worth. The reason I want to talk about this again, because I think that there's a lot of people out there who um, either are have their own business or they really want to have their own business. Um, they have something that they're passionate about. And what goes over and over in their heads is, well, I'd really like to do that, but I can't make any money at it. Or I'm doing what I really like but I'm not making enough money, and I really can't charge what I'm worth. So I want to talk about this myth because I think it comes from an underlying um, this, um, money baggage that has something to do along the lines of I don't deserve. Uh-huh. And if someone thinks they don't deserve money and they open up their own business, it's a problem. Yeah. Because what they're going to do is they're going to repel clients. Or they're going to undercharge as opposed to going through the process that I think someone should go through. And the process is see what the competition is, is charging. Go through a process of listing all of your services that you or goods that you provide for whatever it is that you're charging for. Go through the, the, um, the process from a very uh, a hands-off, kind of independent point of view, is what I'm providing a good service or a good product, and is it worth what I'm charging? Particularly if, if someone's a consultant or uh, charges on an hourly basis for services rendered, oftentimes they, they will understand that what the client is getting is of huge value, but they still haven't been able to get over the hump of charging what they're worth. So after they've done two, those two steps, which is, See what the competition is charging and see what the value is of what they are providing. Then you set your price. Now, at this point, people get really nervous and I can actually feel people sweating because oftentimes that price is more than what they're charging now. So here's the trick. The trick is, is that once you know what you should be charging, then you look to see what your money baggage might be that's holding you back like I don't deserve. And then you realize that it's really the customer's choice whether they buy your product or service at whatever price you think is a fair price and stop making the decision for your customer. So, for example, if you're um, an image consultant, let's say, or you consult people on which college their kids should go to, you've done your research, you know what you should charge, and let's just say you should charge $175 an hour. And you're charging $125 an hour. You work yourself up to, okay, I really should charge $175 an hour. And what you do then is you say out loud a hundred times, I charge $175 an hour. You say it to your cat, your dog, the goldfish, um, when you're walking in, in the woods by yourself where nobody can hear, you do it in the shower, you do it when you're driving your car, you say it to your spouse or partner, you say it to your best friend, you say it to anybody or no one, but the point is you say it a hundred times. The first five or ten or fifteen or twenty times, you probably can't even get it out of your mouth, but then you start to to, uh, get a little accustomed to that, and by the hundredth time, what you've shifted is what you think your value is internally. And then you start saying it to your customer, realizing that your customer is the one that has a choice. 
And for some customers, it's going to be too expensive. And you're going to bless and release them to go find someone else that they can work with. And for other people, they're going to ask questions like, okay, well, what does that cover? And after you answer their questions, they're going to be your customer. And for some people, they're going to say, okay, when can we start? But if you, before you even give them the chance, have said, my fee is 125 not 175 you've already chosen for that person whether they can afford 175 or not. And I'm about people charging what they're worth because oftentimes in service businesses, people undercharge and the client knows it, they know it, nobody feels good about it, and it's about standing for your value. So that's what I want people to do is get beyond this myth of I can't charge what I'm worth by saying it a hundred times and let your customers choose and you will find customers who will pay what you're worth. And this conversation is so important, Karen, that it not only talks about those people that are in business for themselves, but also there is a mentality around this that spills over into our everyday lives about our self-worth in other ways. Oh, absolutely, because it under underneath it is I don't I'm not worth it. I'm not worth it, and you know a lot. And since you and I have talked about this, I've had a couple of people tell me that you know I'm not in my own business, but you know that thing about I can't charge what I'm worth. Mm-hmm. That's showing up for me in my life when people offer me a gift, when they want to give me a gift, mm-hmm. and I can't take the gift because I don't think I'm worth it. Right. And another one, another way to say it is that I don't deserve it. I don't deserve it. You know, we do that even with compliments. You know, somebody comes up to you and says, wow, I really like your sweater. And what do we do? Oh, well, I got it on sale. Or, you know, my sister gave it to me. I mean, we can't even stand there in the presence of another human being and take a compliment. That's how pervasive these money baggages are. If you think you don't deserve it, even a compliment will be deflected. When, in fact, you've done a disservice to the person who gave you the compliment and your soul has been given a message that you don't deserve that compliment. When, in truth, we all deserve compliments. We're incredible human beings. And if we can not deflect, then we can realize more and more every day who we are and the gift that we are to the world. Well, I was talking with someone the other day about charging what, what I'm worth, and, he, and I got an interesting response, and I wanted to ask you about this, because this is also, I think, you know, a cousin of I can't charge what I'm worth. I think it's in the same category. It's someone that I know that raised their prices exactly like you said, posted it on their website, and made a comment to me the other day, well, you know, I did all those things that, you know, I heard you guys tell us to do and raise the prices, but, you know, I haven't received that yet. And I say, well, what do you mean you haven't received that yet? Well, every time I quote my price, somebody comes back to me and says, oh, I don't really want to pay that. That's really expensive. I'd rather pay blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking to myself, I've got to talk to Karen about this because this is actually the same thing. Right. Well, I would ask that person, is the price they're charging, you know, the going rate? I mean, it could be that if you do raise your rates too much, you know, the compet- your, your competition will get all the business. 
but if you're if you've raised your rate to a competitive rate, I think it's a matter of looking at your money baggage and do you do you think you deserve to charge that much? Because if exactly. you don't, if you don't, you're not going to get any clients. Exactly. And you know what was interesting about this person? I said to them, "Hey, did you ever kind of go back to the person and say, wow, that's my rate?'" And see if they if they come on anyway. And she said to me, "No, I actually didn't do that." And so, you know, this is all part of you know this evasive way that our money baggage holds us back. Here's what I'd like to do before we go to break. For those of you out there that have been listening to this segment, the question I have for you: What is the myth that we just talked about? And how has this shown up in your life, whether you have your own business or you haven't been able to accept a compliment? And are you ready to create a new money message? We're going to give you an opportunity to call in with a copy of the book. What is the myth we're talking about right now? Karen's going to help you create a new money message. We're giving away a copy of the book, Think Again. You can call in from anywhere across the country. So if you're listening to this show in Seattle, Tampa, California, Boston, it doesn't matter. It's a toll-free number, 1-800-930-2819, 1-800-930-2819. And, uh, and we're going to see if we can bust through this myth together and create a powerful way for you to step into your absolute convincing steadfast conviction about the truth of who you are. You know, Karen, this is such an important part of how we present ourselves into the world. Absolutely. And, I mean, you know, it's kind of like um, when when you walk into a room, people know what, what hair color you have. Yeah. Every moment of your life, your money baggage is either talking to you or your money message. There's no getting around it. And... Um, we know what it is once we examine it. And for the person who isn't getting the business or whatever, however the situation is, you know, I have people tell me that's a lot of money. And then we have a conversation about the value and what they're going to get out of it. And they turn into clients. So it's, it's, I'm, not, I'm willing to have the conversation instead of avoid it. All right. Well, let's take a short break. I'm hoping we're going to have lots of conversations with our listeners today. 1-800-930-2819 on the Dr. Pat Show. 1-800-930-2819. Let's give you a copy of the book and make some changes. Karen Ramsey in the house. We'll be right back. MyBrothersKeeper.biz, an autism resource website that is reaching out every day to help families around the globe, providing guidance, motivation, and inspiration. Whether your connection to autism is through a child or student, join in on a journey into the wonderful world of autism. Autism affects about one out of 165 children, and awareness is lagging behind. So visit and help change the world, one child at a time, at MyBrothersKeeper.biz. And listen to the interviews on The Dr. Pat Show. Find out how you can use the power of words in clothing to change your world. Tune in to The Dr. Pat Show to learn all about Creo Mundi, a unique brand that's going to rock this planet. Utilizing the frequencies and positive words on the inside of clothing, Creo Mundi can really help you create your own universe and tap into the law of attraction. Like attracts like at creomundi.com. C-R-E-O-M-U-N-D-I. That's creomundi.com. 
The Empowerment Partnership, empowering the lives of thousands of people around the world just like you. Their mission is to empower you with an understanding of what makes you and others tick and to teach you the tools and techniques that will unlock your hidden gifts. The Empowerment Partnership, whatever you think you are, you're more than that. To learn more, call 1-800-800-MIND or go to NLP.com. Mention the Dr. Pat Show to receive a special discount. Zenspiration Gardens are unlike any floral product you'll find on the market. Your personalized garden is prepared in a beautifully crafted keepsake box filled with plants, flowers, candles, and spiritual icons. Giving a Zenspiration Garden is the perfect way to express love, friendship, congratulations, or any other heartfelt message or inspiration. They ship nationwide, so contact Zenspiration Gardens at 619-972-1076 or zen-opolis.com. How would your life be different if you had the guidance of a psychic, intuitive, medium, or energy healer? How exciting would it be to discover your own inherent spiritual gifts of intuition and wisdom? Find out when you tune in to Sage, Spirit, Angels, and Guides Entertainment. Fridays at noon on KKNW 1150 AM and streaming live at sageradioshow.com. Call in and speak with the sages and receive guided insight for your life. Don't just imagine the possibilities, live them. Do you dream of helping to create a more vibrant, healthy world? Study a healthcare method that is gentle, safe, and effective. Homeopathy has been the choice of progressive doctors and other holistic healers and their patients for over 200 years. Its success in major epidemics worldwide is well documented. Contact the Homeopathic Community School of Seattle at homeocommunityschool.com or call Lucy at 425-672-4485. Want to hear something different from talk radio? The choice is clear. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by Karen Ramsey in the house. And we're thrilled to be talking with her about the the things that keep us stuck. Uh, regarding some money. And so what we offered you in the last segment was for anyone out there that is struggling with, I can't, uh, well, is struggling oh, careful, with. Careful, careful, don't give it away. I'm not. In struggling with a money baggage, we've got a special offer for you. We're going to give you a copy of the book. Think again, new money choices, old money myths. So what was the myth that we were talking about in the last segment? What was the myth? And it could show up in terms of your money or it can show up in other ways in your life. We want to hear from you and we're going to give you a copy of the book. 1-800-930-2819 is the call-in number. 1-800-930-2819. And let's move on, Karen, to talk about some of the other things that keep us stuck. Well, my next favorite myth to talk about is my financial problems are the fault of my significant other. This one's kind of tricky because this shows up in ways that aren't as obvious, I think. Yeah, it's, and it's just hysterical when I leave my classes. So we think that if only our spouse or our partner would do money the same way as we would do it, then we wouldn't fight about money anymore. Mm-hmm. And it could be true that that would, that would kind of handle things, but um, there's four kind of distinct ways that people deal with money. And they, they are, and I'm going to say them in order, 
um, not one better than the other, but just four different types. We have people who love to spend money, so we call them the spenders. They they know what retail therapy is about, and they love spending money. On the opposite end of the spectrum are people who love to save money. They're happiest when they're saving, and they drive their spouse or partner nuts because they can never save enough. So always they hit their savings goal, and then they got to save more. Again, the savers aren't better than the spenders. It is a, a behavior that is automatic. Then we have the worrier that are always worried. No matter how many times I tell them they have plenty in their portfolio or their retirement projection, even when they don't have reason to worry, they are still worried. They wake up at 2 o'clock in the morning worried. So we've got the worriers. And then the last group are the avoiders. They would rather do anything, clean out the refrigerator and the freezer compartment, than sit down and look and see where their money is going. So we have these spenders, savers, worries, avoiders, and they marry each other in various combinations. And some combinations are a little bit more problematic than others, like if you get two spenders together, who is minding the store? But we have this automatic behavior that comes from our childhood, that comes from something we was being heard or said, and that's how we automatically deal with money, particularly if we haven't examined our relationship to money. Now, if you're a saver and you're married to a spender, you're probably worried and nervous all the time because your spender's out there spending money that you think should be safe. And the spender is saving, oh, for lordy be, can we go have some fun? We used to have to save everything all the time. It's driving me nuts. If I want to go, you know, get a $3 book, a magazine, we can't even get $3, a $5 magazine at the at the store anymore, I have to kind of account to where that $5 goes, and it drives me nuts. So you can hear the conversations that happen inside of households just by noticing what might be the automatic behavior. Now, Dr. Pat, in terms of a spender, saver, worrier, avoider, what would you say you are? If me? Yeah. Well, you know, the last time you talked to me about this, I went back, at, you know, back and forth about this. I probably would say I'm a spender. Yeah. I would agree because I've seen how nicely you dress. Okay. <laughs> and the jewelry that you wear. Not extravagant, but it's a sign of spenders are well-dressed. They have Their hair looks great. They have jewelry that matches. They have accessories. And they, that's just a sign that they would be willing to spend money in those ways. Where savers are like, oh, you got to be kidding. You're going to go spend money on that? Okay. Now, Dr. Pat. Yeah. While you can set up a system that handles your capacity to, to want to spend, are you ever going to really just turn into an avoider? I don't, I don't know that I will. Right. No, I don't think that's, you know. Yeah. I mean, something traumatic, I think, would have to happen, whatever. Yeah, and you're probably and you're probably responsible, and you probably do save some money, but you're not going to overnight just turn off the spigot on your spending and save everything, right? Right. And while you're responsible, and from time to time you might have money concerns, you're not the one that's waking up at 2 o'clock in the morning worried about money, right? Right. Okay, so here's the deal. Dr. Pat's not going to change. And neither is your spouse or partner. That is an inherent, automatic way to deal with money. So if we can confront ourselves and realize that we're not going to change, 
they're not going to change either. So let's stop trying to change people because we do, we all have this automatic behavior. Exactly. If you want, well, I'll tell you what's always worked for me. What is you know hooking up with somebody that's the saver. That's that that's a good strategy because <laughs> you got somebody saving and you got somebody spending. That's it. Now, when you realize that nobody's really going to change, then you can get to what's productive, which is, okay, given that I'm a spender and you're a saver, what can we do in terms of our finances that can set up a system so both of us are happy? If you approach it from that way rather than trying to change them, you will find a system inside your relationship about finances that actually supports both of your automatic behaviors, and you can stop fighting about money which I think is the point of actually looking at your relationship to money inside of a relationship and not have it be a source of conflict or the main reason that people get divorced. So for somebody who's a spender, I say, okay, agree in your relationship that you get to spend X amount of money and you get to spend it unaccountable to anyone. You don't have to say what you bought, but you can only spend that much. And then if you're with a saver, then the two of you agree, okay, out of our paychecks, this is what we're going to save every month. So the saver's saving and the spender's spending, and you're not trying to convert the spender to a saver, and the spender's not trying to convert the saver to a spender, and everybody gets what they need as opposed to having to be a conflict. All right, let's mention those four categories again. Spender, saver, warrior, and avoider. Okay, spender, saver, warrior, or avoider. We'd like to hear from you and know which category you put yourself in. Spender, saver, uh, worrier, or avoider, 1-800-930-2819, 1-800-930-2819. We'd love to give you a copy of the book to the first caller that calls in and gives us a shout about which category they fit in. Uh, you know, th- there's another part of this, Karen, I wanted to ask you about, and it's the part that I hear quite often in the work that I do as well. And it's when we look at our financial status or situation, and rather than look at who we are in our own journey, so to speak, or what our thoughts are, we point to our significant other and we say, you know, if he or she would have only gotten a real job, we wouldn't be in this situation. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Or I don't know why we decided to do this. I don't know why he decided... Uh, you know, to take that job. Isn't this the kind of same situation where we're pointing the finger at our at our spouse? Right, exactly. You know, if we there's only certain things in life that we can change. And we can't, no kidding, change other people. We I, I still try from time to time, but I, I know I know intellectually that's not possible. So we need to look at ourselves and see what was our role in that conversation, such that the person did change the job or, um, you know, whatever your, your other situation was. We, we have to be responsible for what happens in our lives. And it's not necessarily easy to do. But thinking that it's somebody else's fault never will improve the situation. It just delays the time until we can be responsible so that we can then see the solution. When it's somebody else's issue, then you expect them to fix it, much like in finances if you want the spender to turn into a saver. When you realize what's really going on, then you can look for the solution 
rather than being at the effect or the victim of what happened. So, I mean, this is all part of becoming aware. Exactly. And, and, and becoming aware to the point of making some changes in our lives because being aware is one thing, but actually making changes are really another. Right. And I'm about having people have their relationship to money be a way to, um, a way of self-awareness, a way of self-reflection, a way of understanding ourselves such that we can make those changes in our life that we're, we're so desirous of but have been unable to up until this point. And that's the reason your relationship to money is such a, a great vehicle to do this because you deal with money all day long. Right. You can see on a moment-by-moment basis what you're doing with money and see if it's adding and supporting your greater purpose or distracting from that. Exactly. Well, okay, 1-800-930-2819. Let's give those four categories again. So we have the spenders who love to spend money. We have the savers who have very large savings accounts. We have the warriors who didn't sleep at 2 o'clock this morning. And we have the avoiders who, quite frankly, the minute they heard that I was on, they're like, I got something else to do, and they're not even listening anymore because they're trying to avoid this topic. <laughs> they've hung up. They've turned the show off. Right. <laughs> All right, everyone, give us a shout, 1-800-930-2819. We've got a copy of the book. Think again. For the first caller calls in, gets on the air, and tells us which category they want to be plugged into right now. You don't have to stay there, though. Karen's going to help us make a move on this. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll be back with the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by Karen Ramsey, my special guest today. We'll be right back. Contrary to popular belief, having a baby is not always a happy, glowing experience. Many women develop a variety of mood problems, most often depression. Thankfully, there are many options available to heal or prevent this debilitating condition. Dr. Shoshana Bennett is shining a light on postpartum depression right here on the Dr. Pat Show. So tune in and find out how to help someone you love. For more information about postpartum depression, visit postpartumdepressionhelp.com. Take control of your health and wellness with the natural and modern way. Don't just treat symptoms, eliminate the cause. Hundreds of people report improved health and wellness using Rife Frequency Technology. BioSolutions is the most effective Rife instrument we've experienced. Customer satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. For more information, call BioSolutions toll-free at 866-885-6625. That's 866-885-6625. Cancer and stroke are now the greatest threats to life. But there's no need to suffer the side effects of pharmaceuticals or harmful treatments. Whether a patient does or does not wish to use traditional methods, there is a totally non-toxic alternative product, PolyMVA. PolyMVA has been effective with both stroke and cancer for over 10 years. To find out more, call 866-991-9942 or visit polymva.com. Ramsey of RamseyInvesting.com has been a certified financial planner for over 20 years. Ramsey Investing provides balanced, smart investment management to a broad range of people through the online web service RamseyInvesting.com. They are fee-only managers who do not sell financial products. They invest your money for you, track it, and make adjustments as needed. You don't have to worry if you're in the right investments or not. That's their job. 
Visit RamseyInvesting.com. Genesis Today, a world leader in 100% pure therapeutic juices with absolutely nothing added except pure goodness. Genesis Today harnesses thousands of years of ancient healing wisdom for your benefit. We don't sell products. We offer complete nutritional building programs which encourage health on all levels. Genesis Today, combining age-old tradition medicines with modern-day science. Visit us today at GenesisToday.com. That's GenesisToday.com. Let go of past trauma, fears, and negative beliefs. Attract exactly what you want in life and release the energetic blocks and imbalances which are keeping you from living the life of your dreams. Internationally known master clairvoyant and intuitive guide Carrie O'Connor has the unique ability to read your energy field and just like a tuning fork, raise your vibrational level so that you can attract what you truly desire in life. Visit CarrieO'Connor.com for more information and for interview dates on the Dr. Pat Show. That's CarrieO'Connor.com. Tell your friends, the place to be is Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Boy, Karen, I think that segment might have... uh you know, lit a, lit a fire under some people because we've got a bunch of callers that want to chat with us. But before we do, let's give out your website information. Um, to order the book, you go to KarenRamsey.com, KarenRamsey.com, and you can order either of the books. You click through and order the books or go to RamseyInvesting.com, RamseyInvesting.com, and that's where you can find out and check out our online investment management service that we're so happy and thrilled to be able to provide. Outstanding. All right, Matthew, let's go to the phone. All righty, on the phones, we've got Jane from Marysville. Hey, Jane, welcome to the show. Hello. How are I'm you? I'm an avoider. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit frustrated with myself. Okay, well, Karen can help you. Go ahead, Karen. Oh, no. Looks like we lost Karen there. Oh, Karen, I, I hope she didn't fall into the avoider category. <laughs> well, let's, let's talk a little bit, uh, Jane, about when you say that you're frustrated and you say, I'm an avoider. I know I have the problem that I am an avoider, and I try to do stuff, but, you know, like she says, I just kind of find other things to do, and I'll do that, you know, yeah. later. Yeah. And what, what do you think the, you know, what do you think the, the reason is beyond that? What are you thinking at the time where you say, well, you know, I know I should be doing that, but I don't do it? I don't know. I just get overwhelmed with it. Overwhelmed. I know a lot about being overwhelmed. So how was money handled when you were a little girl? Uh, they didn't talk about it. They no, didn't talk about know, it, okay. About anything, and and, that was uh, did you feel like you had enough, or did you feel like your family was a little short on the stick? Um, well, I grew up on a farm, too, and it seemed like there was never enough. Right. You know, exactly. My father's, you know. Right. Thing, but. So you grew up on a farm. Your parents didn't talk about it, and there was never enough. Who wouldn't want to avoid that coming into their life in the future? I mean, can you I see can that? I can hear you. Because if, if money wasn't a source of happiness or freedom or, or no. a good times in your family, then no. you probably have some kind of painful memories about money. So that kind of 
would point you towards, well, I want to avoid it because I don't want to feel those bad feelings again. Can you see that? Right. So what you want to do is look to see what it is, claim it. What is your money baggage? What have you decided about money, about how it's going to be, that it's, that it's I'm never going to have enough or it's painful or whatever, I don't deserve it. And once you see that, then you can create a new money message that says, wait a second, I was put on this planet in this lifetime to make a difference with my life. I know I'm a perfect expression of God, and so what is it that I have to give to the world? And how do I want my relationship to money to empower that and come up with a new phrase or a new sentence, which is what I call your new money message, that will empower you into the future as opposed to pulling you back into that childhood that wasn't very much fun. Can you see that? Yeah. Terrific. You want me to make up a mess? Well, what would you, uh, what would you say to yourself that would um, inspire you about money as opposed to wanting you to avoid it? And, and you don't have to think that it's true. We're just going to try something on. I can hardly hear you. You're kind of muffled. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I can hardly hear you, but I'm. I'm going to make it here. So, what is it that, if you said it to yourself, it would empower you in your relationship to money and life, instead of feeding into that childhood where you really didn't have any money on the farm? Just that I am worth. You are worth it, right? I, I'm sorry. You are worth it. I'm worth every. You know, all the money that I have and all the money that I'm receiving and. Exactly. You're not only worth it that um, in the giving and the receiving that you have, you give your gift to the world that the world is longing for. And you see that if you have something like that, you not only can have it, but give it and give your gift to the world, whatever that might be. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Terrific. We'll send you a book, and you'll get even more ideas, all right? Okay, thank you. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks for calling. Matthew, who do we have next on the line? All right, next, we've got Virginia. Hey, Virginia, welcome to the show. Virginia? Virginia, you there? Yes. I'm here. Welcome to the show. Hello. Hi there. Hi there. You can hear Hi. I can hardly hear you. Okay, well, we'll talk really loud, and you, you listen really hard, okay? Okay, I am. Okay, good. So what's, uh, which one are you, spender, saver, warrior, avoider? I'm a saver. You're a saver. And I don't know why. <laughs> you know, you were just talking to somebody else. You know, when I was a kid, Yeah. everything I had was given to me. Uh, my brother stole and... and uh, Terry broke everything down. And, and you know, I'm coming back in time when the same thing, I have nothing left. They've come in the house and stole everything from me. So you were robbed? Yes. Oh, that's terrible. Several times. Really? Yeah, first one had a stroke. The, my mother had died. And I had all jewelry, old jewelry from all of my great aunts and my mother. And when I told my brother, I said, they stole, they stole my stuff. And he says, he says, well, you can't prove it. Uh-huh. 
you're ultimately a saver? Well, there's, there's nothing left. There's nothing left, uh-huh. Are so, you... am I still a saver or not? <laughs> <laughs> Are you working now? No, I had stroke. You had a stroke, okay. Well, I think your underlying behavior is still the save, that if you had more than enough, you would want to save it, right? I would. Yes. And that's, you know, that's not going to go away. Uh, you're not out spending money that you don't have, right? No. No. So what you want to do is now come up with a new money message that will empower you around money. Okay. That um, will stop the cycle of the money disappearing on you. Yeah. And that you might want to have something about I'm a vessel that receives money. Um, you know, uh, in my book I, I talk about different money messages, and one of the ones that I think is so funny is that money everywhere is looking for me, and when it sees me, it, it tells its friends. So, oh, that sounds good. Yeah, right, exactly. So you may want to have some kind of money message about that money is searching you out, and when it finds you, it, it, it uh, stays with you and multiplies, as opposed to... Uh, okay, getting... money is finding me. Yes, exactly. Money is finding you and multiplying. How about that? Can you say that again? Money is finding you and multiplying. And multiplying. Yes. Hey, that sounds good. Okay, good, Virginia. Thanks for calling in. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're Have very welcome. Day. Thanks, Thank Virginia. Bye -bye. Good job. Good job. Now, do we have one last caller? We may have to make it really quick. We do have one last caller. Uh, Kathy calling in from Renton. Kathy? Hi. Hi, Kathy. Hello. What are you, a spender, saver, worrier, or avoider? I am definitely a spender, but also combined as a bit of a worrier. Yes. Well, that's when you spend, then you begin to worry, right? Right, exactly. Exactly. Uh, that's what I say to people is they say, well, really, I'm a saver because after I go spend money, then I get worried, so then I save. I said, no, 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 <laughs> it's whatever happened first, which was the spending. People get confused and, about And that. then I worry, even though I do have some money, is it ever going to be enough for my retirement or whatever, you right. know? Yeah, that's a, that's a very common worry that a lot of people have. So uh, what, what I would suggest for you as a spender is that you set up some amount that you are going to spend, and you give yourself full permission to do that, but it's only a set amount. And then you, you know, go to an online calculator or go to a financial planner or whatever and calculate how much you are going to need for your retirement. One minute. And then you can put your worries aside and, and develop a plan. Right. Right, and, you know, I may not be able to save all I need for retirement, but I, I am saving towards it. That's good. That's good. Every every month that you save, you're, you're closer to your goal. So congratulations, and thanks for calling in, Kathy. Thank that's you. A great job. Thank you, Karen, for a great show today. Let's give out your website again for folks. Uh, to buy the books, it's KarenRamsey.com. And for investment advice, it's RamseyInvesting.com. And, Dr. Pat, once again, it's been an honor to be on your show. Another great show. I'll tell you, we learn tons every time we connect. Thank you so much, Karen. 
Thank you so much for listening to the Dr. Pat Show, everyone. Make sure that you step out and do something today with the information that you've heard. Karen Ramsey is phenomenal. And we want to wish you well on your journey, on your way. Make it happen. We'll see you right back here on the show on Monday. Thank you all uh, on all of the stations for making this happen. And as I say many times from where I am, aloha, mahalo.